Hey, you guys, this is Rebecca with Sunflowers Life Coaching. It's been a very, very long time since I have been on here, and I do apologize. I hope life is beautiful for you. I hope everything that you have ever wished for it, everything that you have ever wanted, I hope you get it, and I hope you have it. And if you don't have it, I hope that it's right on the forefront for you. I just hope that life is just so beautiful for you because life is truly beautiful but when we're in the midst of chaos it's hard to see how beautiful life can be and that's okay because a lot of times we get caught up in the mess we get caught up in the chaos and we forget to give ourselves grace and you know i know i have you know i've i come from a family where we don't have much but what we do have, we share. And when I say we share, we share it all. So a lot of times I'll call one of my cousins who are less fortunate or I'll call one of my aunts and I'll be complaining about life. And they'll say, but baby, you so blessed. Like you just, you just have so much. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know I have so much, but you're not hearing me. I know I have the house. I know I have the car. I know I have the job. But I don't have the feelings. <laughs> Today I'm depressed. Like I'm depressed in this nice house. I'm depressed in this nice car. I'm depressed at this nice job. <laughs> okay. You know like. I got all of this. And I got the money. But today I'm suicidal. <laughs> Today I need you to comfort me. Today I need somebody to hear me. Today. <laughs> Today, I got all of this, but today my anxiety is through the roof, okay? <laughs> all right. Yeah, I got the freedom because I don't have any children, but today I'm lonely, <laughs> okay? Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I like to say that it's okay to give yourself grace. And I think I struggle with that with myself because I fail to give myself grace. A lot of the times when I need to give myself grace, um, for instance, when I passed my exam, when I passed my uh, LMSW exam, that should have been one of the best days of my life. I feel like I feel like that should have been the best day of my life. This is something I have been working so hard towards. I have been studying. I have been, you know, going to school and I, I had did all these things. That I I had did all these things and achieved all these things that led up to this big moment. That led up to this big moment. And when I passed my exam, I ran out of the, when I, they give you a printout of your score. And when they gave me that printout of my score, I ran out of the building and while I was on the elevator, well, I ran out of the office and when I was on the elevator, I was going down, I just broke down and I just cried. And I, I didn't cry. I cried because for one, you know, I was happy I had finally um, achieved that milestone. But I cried more so for the things I had lost in that moment. I felt like I had so many positive things that happened, but I couldn't enjoy them because of this one thing that has a stronghold over me that I can't get over, right? I, I felt like 
in this moment and I beat myself up about it so much. I'm like, in this moment, like I have all this stuff going for me. But I can't seem to enjoy it because of one thing, right? And then, you know, you talk to your family because you need somebody to talk to. And they say, oh, you shouldn't be depressed because you got X, Y, Z. Okay, this is material things. You call your therapist and you say, oh, you know, this is I'm depressed and this is this and this is that. And they say, oh, well, I acknowledge your feelings and I can, I'm, you know, it's definitely normal for you to feel that way. However, it's always that but. However, you need to focus on the positive. Okay. I can't focus on the positive today. Today, I can only focus on putting one foot in front of the other. Okay. I can't focus on... <laughs> all the good things today i need to just drink this red bull to make myself stay awake for eight hours until i can come home and go back to sleep because sleep is my only comfort unless i'm having a dream where i am trapped in my own reality and then i'm at a point to where i'm just like i don't want to be asleep and i don't want to be awake but i don't want to be on medication but i'm also tired of feeling this way but God, something has to give. You go into a moment of ego death is what I like to um, is what I like to call it because in that moment of ego death, your whole life is just your whole life is turned upside completely down and a lot of people like to you know ego death is different for everybody and everyone feels differently about ego death but for me I go through my ego death when I'm transcending into a different phase in my life growing up I always heard the term new levels new devils and I'm always like God I understand you think I'm one of your strongest soldiers but I'm here to let you know that I am not (laughs) Okay, I understand that you said that you will not put no more on me than I can bear. But baby, this back is kind of broke. Okay, there's been plenty of days where I have just, I woke up crying. I went to sleep crying. I was at work and I would put on a brave smile. I would go in my office. I would shut my door. I would put on some gospel music because I needed something to drown out the cries. And anybody who knows me, anybody who knew me growing up or anybody who knew me in high school or even in my adult years, I'm not, I'm not the crier, okay? I'm that hard person who has everything under control, who is going to control everything and make, I am balanced in everything I do. If I have a new job, it's because I have other things set up, okay? I, everything in my life was strategic. Until it became chaos, right? Until it all became chaos. And I can remember, I can remember when it became chaos. It was last year. And um, that's when my ego death began. (laughs) That's when my ego death began. I found out my mom had cancer and everything was a mess. Right. That's when I found out I had no boundaries. That's when I found out I didn't know how to 
made people treat me how I needed to be treated and stand on it even if they no longer wanted to be here because in that moment I didn't love me I didn't love me to a point to where I should have loved me enough to be like I'm not going to endure this pain I'm not going to endure this emotional abuse I'm not going to endure this physical abuse I'm not going to endure everything that I that I have going on right I'm not going to endure this because I deserve better I need better I want better Instead, I sat there and I dealt with things that I shouldn't have dealt with because of love. Because I thought it was love. And what I later came to realize is that it wasn't necessarily love, but it was more so codependency. Right? And where does codependency come from? It comes from that wounded child that is still on the inside of us. That wounded child that is like, hey, (laughs) I'm still here. You keep trying to, you got me locked in this dungeon down here. And you know, you for the last 32 years, you know, you've, you've blocked out my screams and my cries. And you've blocked out me banging on the door of this dungeon that you have me trapped in. And you you blocked me out. I've been trying to come out. I've been trying to comfort you. And I've been trying to console you. And I've been trying to tell you that what we went through in our childhood is okay because we overcame it. I've been trying to tell you that that abuse you felt when you were a child, that neglect that you felt when you were a child, that loneliness that you felt when you were a child, it's okay. But instead, you locked me in this cellar on the inside of you and to muffle out my screams and to muffle out my cries. You did drugs or you you did or you were a prostitute or you were not here. You were a workaholic or you were not here. You were just a flame whore or you just went out here and you you did. You covered yourself in tattoos or you did all of these things to mask the pain and here we are here we are all these years later and i'm still here the drugs are gone the abuse is gone the tattoos the tattoos are still there but you're no longer getting tattoos you have this emptiness you have this void on the inside of you and you can't figure out where it's coming from you can't figure out how to heal it. You can't figure out what it is. So instead of sitting with yourself in a dark room, tears flowing down your face, your own thoughts ruminating through your mind, you run. As soon as you feel that uncomfortability, you pack up and you run. You don't care what you have to do as long as you don't have to feel this this uncomfortableness. This uncomfortableness of acknowledging I have issues. This uncomfortableness of acknowledging I still have pain. And miserable people loves company. So instead of being able to sit alone and be miserable until you get to a point to where you are no longer miserable, now you have to bring other people 
into your mix. And whether they're healed or unhealed, you're taking on their energy and they're taking on your energy. And now you have an extra layer of energy that is surrounding you that you can't break through because you're not willing to sit down and heal your own energy. So I come to you guys today and I am asking you, at at what point is enough enough? At what point are you willing to say, I'm ready to heal? Like, at what point are you ready to say, okay, I'm, I'm ready to get this out and get this over and get this. I'm ready to face the skeletons in my closet. I'm ready to face the molestation. I'm ready to face the physical abuse. I'm ready to face the neglect. I'm ready to face the fact that my mom was never there. I'm ready to face the fact that my daddy went to the store to grab milk and never came back. I'm ready to face the fact that my granddaddy molested me. I'm ready to face the fact that my that my girl cousin molested me. I'm ready to face the fact that I thought that I was going to be somebody and I woke up and I'm still in this same spot that I've been in for the last 10 years. I'm ready to face all of these facts because I'm tired. And I'm not just tired of the everyday motions, but I'm tired of this emptiness. I'm tired of these fake voids. I'm tired of having to constantly put on designer clothes on the outside just so that the inside is hidden from reality. I'm tired. And I'm not just tired just to be saying I'm tired, but I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And today I am ready to stand up for myself and say, we are done. We we are done. We are done being stuck in this quicksand. We are done being stuck here. Today is the day that I am going to put forth the effort and I am going to figure out all of my issues and I am going to sit down and I'm going to write this journal. And the first thing that comes to my mind, I'm going to just let the pen hit the pad and let these emotions flow. You guys, I thank you for listening to me today. And I hope that if you didn't take anything from what I have said, I hope that you took, um, I hope that you took this one thing that it's time for us to, it's time for us to heal. It's time for us to stop running from the person that's in the closet. You know, if you want some assistance, um, prior to my next podcast, please reach out to me. My my email is sunflowerslifecoaching at gmail.com. My email is sunflowerslifecoaching at gmail.com. Please send me an email and we can sit down and we can go over some things and we can talk it out and I can provide you, excuse me, I can provide you with some life coaching and I'm working on a shadow workbook and I can give you the first chapter um, or the first prompts that's in the shadow workbook so that way you can at least get started on healing your inner child. I tell everyone, all of my clients, I tell them, we are nothing but adult children. Because at that age of, at that age of trauma, 
if you were seven years old when you first felt your level of trauma, if you were five years old when you first felt um, that traumatic event, even if you're 60 years old, you're still five years old on the inside. Emotionally, you're still five years old because you never healed from it. All right. So, all right. I am hoping that I am going to be a little bit more better with posting these podcasts because I really enjoy this. Like, this is one thing that I really enjoy, but it's really my own insecurities that get in the way. And I'm working through those insecurities. I like to be very transparent with everybody and you guys are no different. I don't want to come up here and pretend like I am this perfect person and I got it all made out and I got it all together because baby, I don't. Okay. We are the same. I'm your neighbor next door, sis. I'm your neighbor next door, cousin. Like we the same. We are 100% the same. Like I still fall short every day, but every day I get up and I try to put one foot in front of the other. Well, love, I hope today was wonderful, and I hope your weekend is amazing, and I hope the rest of this year brings you nothing but pure abundance, joy, and love. I love you, and have a good night.